Hello. <coughs> it's the second episode. It's a little late, but it's okay. It was a little bit stressful the past little bit. Um, but it's okay now. It's okay. It's the first day of spring. It snowed. Didn't like that. Didn't like that. But I don't know. I feel like this spring semester, um, my last spring semester in college, um, it's going by pretty fast. Um, I always find that spring, actually, spring, whoa, spring semesters have always been really fast for me. I always feel like it's like two minutes. Fall semesters seem like it's a whole entire year. But this semester is like really, my spring semesters always seem much easier than my fall semesters. Um, but it's a really nice semester. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I feel pretty confident about my grades and that I'm actually learning. Um, fall semester was rough. I think I cried like every single night. Made it through though, barely. Uh, but it's fine. I passed all my classes. It may have dented my GPA, but you know what? We're not here for a no one cares about your GPA once you graduate. No one does. But it's also, you know, a self-esteem thing. But still pretty good. It's better than what it was in high school. I don't even know what it was, but I know it was terrible. I refuse to look at it. I did not do well in high school. Um, anyway, uh, fall was brutal. Cried every night. Spring semester comes around. It's just sunshine and rainbows. I hate that phrase. I don't know why. But it was sunshine so far. Um, But it's pretty good. I only have like one class that gives out tests. And it's open note. So I can definitely prepare. And he gives us study guides and it's just great. And then another one is just a presentation at the end of the semester. Another one, there's two presentations. And the other one is just projects. Dude, it's pretty good. I, I'm i lucking out. It's going to be a little bit more difficult in the summer and uh, fall. I am planning on only taking two classes in the fall. So hopefully it won't be as brutal. But uh, feeling pretty good. Hopefully that works out in my favor. If it doesn't, I'll probably cry. No, I won't. I'm a strong woman who does not cry. I do cry, but Fergie said big girls don't cry. So I'm trying to live by that. But I'm failing. I'm a very emotional person. Uh, yeah, I cry a lot. Oh, well. It's part of life, I guess. Sometimes I I don't even sometimes I don't even know why I'm crying. I just sometimes I'll wake up and I just have tears. It's great. Highly recommend it. No, I don't. Um But I feel pretty good. Uh, it's uh it's almost April, which is pretty cool. Easter. Don't really I liked getting Easter baskets. I don't know why. My expectations were so much higher for Easter as a kid. And then, like, even when I was, like, 
way old, like too old to be like excited for like the Easter bunny to leave something. I'd always want something from the Easter bunny. And then every morning when I was like 12, I'd wake up and be like, what is there for me? And I just get a chocolate bunny and I'm like, where's all the toys? Because there was one Easter and nothing will live up to it. My mom and dad got these Tupperware containers, like the big ones that you could fit in. And they just filled it up with toys and candy and just good times. And that's how I thought every Easter was going to be. It, newsflash, it's not. That's okay. I always got to wear pretty dresses. I didn't really like Easter hunts. They made me anxious and they stressed me out. It because like if like it's like cause the, especially when there's like the golden egg and there's only one golden egg and like you're superior if you find the golden egg and everyone like but like it scares me to find the golden egg because then everyone's like oh my god you found the golden egg and oh my god Victoria you found the golden egg but then if I don't find the golden flag egg. Then what? Trash. I only found normal eggs. I only found blue and yellow eggs. Get out of here. It was also really cool when the when the eggs had quarters in them. It was pretty cool. I liked those ones. <laughs> I didn't really care for the ones that had those, like, those almond eggs or, like, the chocolates or... The Reese's eggs were pretty good. I know not everyone can have them. Um, peanut allergies. But... Um, I enjoy them because those are the Reese's that are great. Holiday Reese's are so much better than Reese's Cups. Can't explain it. They just are. Maybe because they're bigger. Maybe because they're special. Maybe they're limited because they're, they're seasonal. I don't know. But they're better. Peeps don't, can't. It always hurts my, it, 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 just thinking about it just hurts my throat. I, but if I do have to pink, uh, pick, it would be a pink peep because I like pink. And then the purple ones aren't bad. I do not like the blue or yellow ones. Maybe yellow's not bad. Blue, no. Cute, but no. I just the fl- I don't know. Can't do it. But I don't know. Easter's fine. I I just when it comes to celebrating it. It's just very stressful. Holidays are stressful for obvious reasons. But when you're a person who just gets like overwhelmed and overstimulated like way too fast. And then, you know, you're sitting on Santa's lap as a kid and it's fine. But then suddenly you're 17 and your parents be like, you're sitting on his lap, Victoria. I'm like, I'm 17 years old. I do not need to be sitting on a grown man's lap for a gift. Good Lord. That, yeah, that, that really bothered me. But it's fine. As a kid, it's also anxious and like babies cry because it's like, who is this man? <laughs> and as a kid, <laughs> I don't know, I'll just talk about holidays. Um, St. Patrick's Day? Don't care. I hate it. I never, I don't, I don't like wearing that much green. I maybe have one green shirt. Maybe two now. Not a green. I don't. I, whatever. It's a fine color to wear. I have green pants. I have more green pants than green shirts. I don't know what that's about. Whatever. 
But anytime, she's like, oh, you're not wearing green. I get to pinch you. I'm like, do not touch me. I don't pinch you on my birthday because you didn't wish me happy birthday. Oh, and, there, and then, you know, ugh. Just can't stand it. Anyway, 4th of, of July is pretty cool. Fireworks scare me. Too loud. I'm like a scared dog who, like, hears a firework and then they're hiding behind the toilet. That's me. Can't stand it. Um, Thanksgiving? Nah. Pass. Halloween? A little bit controversial. Don't care. Every time I think I'm going to dress up, it's always in my head. And then it comes to it. I'm too lazy to actually come up with a costume. I have brilliant ideas all year round. But October comes, nothing. Two years ago, I was going to do Thelma from Scooby-Doo. And then I tried doing Daphne. Didn't work out. Tried getting a dress. Awful. Awful. And then... I don't know. I have so many ideas. And then I have a couple ideas. And then at that, and during that year, I'm on a relationship. And then when I am in a relationship, I got nothing. Nothing. Sometimes I do, but I don't. There was one year that my brother and I were going to do costumes together. We were going to do the Parks and Rec with Mona Lisa and uh, John Ralphio. Never happened. But it would be pretty funny, though. I don't know. I like, I like, like, I, I, I like the idea of costumes. I just, when it comes to doing it on Halloween, I don't, like, it's, I'll do it on a rainy day. I'll just, usually on rainy days, I'll just play dress up with all my clothes. Or I'll do my makeup for four hours. Did that today. Then I looked like a clown and I took it all off. I wore, I I love, like, I love playing with makeup. I don't really like wearing it in day-to-day life. Well, I, I, I will, but it's very, like, minimal. I don't do any crazy looks anymore. I didn't really do crazy looks, but I don't wear, like, a full face. But anyway, um, what other holidays are there? Earth Day. I love Earth Day. It's a great day. It's coming up. Uh, well, I guess when it comes to Mother's and Father's Day... I do kind of sometimes expect a thank you from my parents, considering I made them parents. So if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't be celebrating Mother and Father's Day. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But it's it's fine, because it, it when it comes to my birthday, I tend to get them like little gifts as well, because I'm thanking them you know, for having me, you know? Like, I wouldn't be here without you, but you wouldn't be parents without me. So, that's what I do. I do wish them, and I just, I, I just expect thanks, because, you know, I'm the firstborn. I gotta get some credit here. Gotta get some favoritism in some way. Maybe not... F- I don't, my mom doesn't like it when I talk about favoritism. I know I'm not the favorite. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's fine. Nah. So I've been watching a lot more shows. Um, well, not a lot more, but, uh, 
I have a lot of time because I don't really have that much homework during the week. So I just get to watch things. Uh, I've been watching, as usual, RuPaul's Drag Race. Love it. Um, and I've also, I've started watching Selling Sunset. I gotta take it in doses because some of these people just, they rub me the wrong way. And I don't, and I know, I know it's scripted. I know it is. But it's the same thing. Like, I can't even, when it comes to scripted shows, like, you know, whatever. Um, when it comes to scripted shows, it, I, I know it is, but I still need to take it in small doses because when it's like filled with drama, it's like, I'm exhausted. But with Selling Sunset, I I get exhausted as well. It's, I like it. But it's also, there's just so much going on. It's like, why are you, why do you have an opinion when you just got here and you don't know these people? And then here I am thinking that this person's like 28 and turns out she's almost 40. And I'm like, you look good. That's cool. And then this other one's like, I she's really tough and you have to impress her. And she's like, I don't know their names. And then, like, two or three episodes later, she's like, I'm a teddy bear. And I'm like, girl, I get it. I don't get it. Because, like, I don't know. And I, whatever. I could not do real estate. But um, the houses are pretty cool. Some of them, not my type. They were way too modern. I'm more of an eclectic person if I... And like a boho, organic looking, eclectic area, a home. That's what I would want. But then people are buying like $7 million houses. And it's just like the most boring thing. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe people like it. I personally, I think incredibly modern homes are boring and you know what I'll say it just because it's a very common thing to say but I'm gonna say it here so people know how this is where I stand just because you have money does not mean you have taste I will watch reality shows and or just like it's like I know this person has like money and they do like a house tour or they happen to do a video in their bedroom and I'm like what my bedroom looks better than yours. I guess it's, you know, everyone can have their own taste, but it's like you would think it's it would be more refined. But then they just have like... <laughs> or the... I don't know. I just... It's, it's interesting how like, you know, everyone has their own taste, but might not be great taste. I don't know. Watched the Paris Hilton documentary today. I liked it. Um, I like Paris Hilton. Um, when I was younger, I mean, when I was young, young, I obviously really didn't know her, but I started to get older. It was like the Paris Hilton that I grew up with was the one like the media just made fun of 
and they would like she was just like a punchline and so like that was what I under like she was just thought of as this dumb girl and I was like I didn't really think that way of her but I was like I knew that like the media thought of her that way and um then I watched the documentary and obviously like it's more about her and you know her true self and like her actual voice and I related to that because for a long time I you know changed my voice um I wanted to be a little bit higher pitched I wanted to be I was I don't know I was very weirded out by my voice um at first because it wasn't as high as I thought it would be when I was like 14 it's not that deep but I don't know. It weirded me out. So I would purposely make it higher. And it'll still happen sometimes if I'm nervous. Um, And I just resort to using that voice. But I relate to that with, you know, creating this character. And I didn't really become like this ditzy, like stupid girl with a high-pitched voice. But I used a high-pitched voice to be more girly. um, And just more, like I... To, I, I, to have that voice, I needed, like, it helped me feel more feminine, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I related to that. And um, obviously, I there's a lot of things I don't relate. Although, you know, it, everything with the Provo um, uh, Canyon Ranch, um, it's so devastating. And so, you know, it's... It's, it makes me angry that those types of places are still open. And, you know, um, you know, it's in Utah and I'm in Utah. And it's just like, I don't understand how places like that could be open. And, you know, still running after like 20, 30 years or 60 years. It's, it's heartbreaking. Um, but I think it was a good documentary. Um, you know seeing her, you know, and I think like a lot of people didn't take her seriously as a DJ. I didn't really look into it. I knew she was a DJ and then just seeing her, I didn't know she was at Tomorrowland. I thought that was pretty cool. As a kid, I wanted to be a DJ. Yeah, I I actually wrote a paper on it um, in sixth grade and then high school came around and, uh, I was introduced to EDM and dubstep and whatnot. And I was like, oh, this is it, dude. And um, I just came up like I wanted to do that. And uh, it didn't happen. I decided I didn't really want to do that. So, um, yeah, but it's really cool that she did. Um, And I think it's really cool. And I listen to her playlist on Spotify all the time. It's pretty good. She only has two. Um. Also, like, songs that she's on. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, Kim Kardashian is in the documentary for a brief minute because uh, Kim was her assistant and friend. Um, And Kim said that the best advice that Paris had given her was just to watch her. And, you know, thinking about that, it's... And they talk about it in the documentary how, like, Paris really created, like, the footprint for selfies, for influencers, for, you know, mass followings by paparazzi. Like, 
she was that. And, you know, and I know she, like, feels responsible for everything. And she feels bad that, like, there's these 13-year-old girls, like, who can't take selfies without filters on. And it's, like, I understand that. Because, I mean, when I first got my iPhone, filters, like, you can add, like, a filter to a photo. But, like, I never saw it as, like, you know distorting my appearance it was just adding cool colors to my picture but at the same time I didn't really do it that often and I didn't really worry about how I looked like I liked looking pretty in selfies but I didn't feel like weird at that time about it and then the more I got older and these new like social media became bigger because I got Instagram the year I think it I gotta take a break. My dog just fell behind the couch. <laughs> oh no. Okay, we're back. I have baby, my dog, sitting next to me. Uh, so I can keep a close eye on her so she doesn't fall uh, off the side of the couch again. Um, anyway, so yeah. The parent, like I, like as a, as a teenager, like when I was, like, my beginning years as a teenager, it didn't really affect me as much because there wasn't that much, like, going... Like, social media was a thing, but I feel like it wasn't what it is now. You know, I didn't have Snapchat then. It was really just Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And Instagram, at me for me at the time, was less selfie-based and more whatever picture you take and just upload it and and then it obviously turned into what it is now and it's nothing bad but I think I mean it is kind of bad I feel like you know so many people can't look at themselves without like a face altering filter on so they look like a different way or they have a skin smoother or they have an eye color change or you know it goes beyond what like change it like makeup what you could do or like putting in different contact lenses or straightening your hair curling your hair it's going beyond where it's like literally changing where your eyes are how big they are how small they are what color they are um how big your lips are it and what like what skin tone like if you're tanner if you look more bronze you know it or even paler it 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 definitely created the past few years this idea that you have to like it's always been around that like like standards of like this is what you should look like but I feel like with social media like it's at your fingertips and it can become so toxic especially for young girls and it's it's sad and you know I see it happening to myself for like a while like I couldn't see myself without a like specific filter and I still use that filter from time to time but it's you know I got like to a point where I got so used to that filter and when I saw myself in the normal camera I was like oh my god but what's weird is that outside the camera and looking in a mirror I'm like I look pretty I look I like how I look it wasn't necessarily I hated how I look and I had to use that filter. It was just I hated looking at myself in the camera without the filter. And 
you know, I, I was able to understand that and step away from, you know, taking selfies for a while or at least using without using that filter. But I feel like it's such a problem. And, you know, I feel like there's so many more rules about, like, what to post on Instagram now. Like, you can't post, like, don't post, like, random things. Like, say it for your story or you know, I don't know, for some reason, I don't really see selfies uploaded on Instagram, any like actual Instagram posts. I see them on stories and you post more photos that are like centered around experiences and showing off what experiences you're having and, you know, more professional looking photos taken of you. And, you know, I felt into that and I'm like okay well I don't want to post anything you know that won't be well received because obviously like you get that endorphin rush of like the amount of likes that you're getting and of course like Instagram now got rid of counting the likes or seeing likes like whatever but I think there's that rush of like seeing the likes come in and you know there's times where I found myself you know, look, like after posting a picture, looking at my phone every three minutes to see, did I get any likes? How many likes did I get? And then, you know, years ago, like comparing it to other friends or like people that follow me and I follow them, what their likes are and what mine are. And like, why am I not getting that? And like, what can I do to get that? And, you know, it took like, it's sad that it took a while for me to get to the place where it's like, it doesn't matter. Like if I want to share what I'm, you know, what I'm wearing or what I'm doing or like what I look like at the time, then I'll do it. But I feel like it shouldn't, you know, revolve around likes or comments or, you know, how much like, you know, how much you're noted, like getting noticed and, you know, for a long time, I really wanted to be like this influencer person. And I feel like it was different when I was a younger teenager, what it meant to be an influencer or just, you know, a social media, popular social media person. And I feel like now it's something entirely different. And I know it, it, I would not, if it was today's idea of an influencer I would have not been able to do it as a teenager I don't think I'd be able to do it now I know I'd be a little bit stronger now but I feel like it's still definitely it's it's when your job is centered about posting on social media you know and just being this image especially when it's you know so many younger kids it I understand how like the stress can come from it and like you know getting like this toxic mindset or like this toxic lifestyle like just affecting you and I don't know it I feel like in a way a lot of people want to get noticed or have their like viral video and they can just say, I have a viral video or that viral video could turn into something bigger. But I feel like like the older I get, the less 
that appeals to me. I think, you know, I like just having my little corner and, you know, I'm not one to even really comment or, you know, have an interaction, like huge interactions with posts. Like if I don't really comment on, you know, Instagram posts, TikToks, I don't post anything on like on Reddit, don't even comment on Reddit because I just, I'd rather just be an observer, I guess. I don't really see being a content creator in that way. Of course, I'm doing this, but I feel like, I don't know, like pushing out content for the, for the sole purpose to get attention and publicity, I think, you know, that's not really appealing anymore. Um, but yeah, I liked the documentary. I felt bad for her, like, in so many areas of the documentary, I felt so bad, especially when um, her boyfriend at the time, Alex or whatever, um, they were fighting and she was about to go on her biggest set as a DJ at Tomorrowland, which is a huge festival. Um, and he was just being like such a dick. And it's it's sad because it's like, no, no one deserves that. And, you know, seeing it, especially on camera and nobody really doing anything or just ignoring it. And she's obviously upset and he's just, you know, just trying to like tear her down. It was just so sad. And, you know, I got angry because it's like, it's bullshit. But of course she's strong and, you know, she stuck up, stood up for herself. And I think that's why like, you know, Paris is you know, I, in some areas I do relate and understand. I mean, I'm not going to understand everything or relate to everything, but there's like these pieces that she talked about where, you know, I'm like, yeah, I get that. I think, you know, it was really, it was really great that she shared her story, especially when it came to the abuse that she endured. Um, but I think, um, I think it, if you're interested, you should check it out. It's on her YouTube page. It's free. Um, I think there are ads, but, um, yeah, I liked it. I do like documentaries. Um, I was a little late watching to it just because fall semester sucked and I totally forgot about it until now. So I watched it, but, um, yeah, but I didn't know about the whole Provo Canyon Ranch thing before I watched it, and it just made me so angry. It that children can be treated like that. It's it's so it makes me so angry. No child, nobody, no adult, no child, nobody should be treated with abuse and being told that that their emotions don't mean anything or they're being ridiculous or, um, you know, just physically getting abused, sexually getting abused. No one shouldn't ever go through that. And, you know, any place that encourages that or, you know, puts up with it should not be around. And, you know, 
I do have a problem with that. And this is not, you know, a heart light subject and it's not fun, but I, I think it's important for there to be, you know, for it to be talked about because it's, you know, should not be a thing. But um, I'm hoping that in the, you know, maybe this year, maybe like in the next few years that these places won't exist anymore. Um, and that would be a great day. It will be. Um, but the place that Paris talked about, um, one of them, she went to a lot of these types of schools or, um, you know, camps for troubled teens or what have you. Um, uh, one of them, I looked them up and they have terrible reviews and it's just everyone just going in on them being like, this is a terrible place. This is what it's like. And, you know, that's cool. They do, they don't deserve any stars. I don't like them. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of left on a sad note. But I think, like, you know, I don't know. I liked the, I liked the documentary. That's all I can say. 10 out of 10. Paris Hilton's documentary. I think this called this is Paris. Loved it. Anyway. Um yeah. Um keep saying um. Um <laughs> Well, I think I'll leave it here. It kind of left on a somber note, but I think next time we'll make sure to have more of a silly goose time. Um that's yeah. And just be scuttle button it up. Um, but yeah, until then, and thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.